Blog Talk Radio. Welcome home, Natural Health Nation. Great to have you with us this Sunday evening. You're listening to the one and only Natural Health Show. My name is Mark Nincola. You're listening to Blog Talk Radio. We're talking with you tonight about successfully treating autoimmune disease with nutritional medicine. Most of you know that autoimmune disease isn't a singular thing. Unfortunately, there are many different conditions, many different diseases that lead to the, the labeling, the diagnosis of autoimmune disease. By some expert accounts, there are 150 autoimmune diseases, including Edison's disease, celiac, Crohn's, dermatitis, endometriosis, fibromyalgia, arthritis, Graves' disease, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, herpes, neuropathy, juvenile type 2 diabetes, lupus, Lyme disease, Meniere's disease, MS, yes, even MS, pandas, peripheral neuropathy, rheumatoid arthritis, Restless leg syndrome, Raynaud's syndrome, sarcoidosis, scleroderma, Sjogren's disease, and Vibrio, just to mention a few. They're all in all there's 150 different autoimmune diseases. 150. 72 of which are triggered by inflammation. There are 50 million sufferers. 50 million Americans suffer from autoimmune disease of some form. 50 million. 75% are female. 25% have more than one autoimmune disease. That's Pretty alarming if you really think about it. The key here is to deal with autoimmune disease, you want to basically be thinking in terms of dealing with your immune system from an inflammatory perspective. One of the first things we want to talk about is that there are three major means by which we can successfully deal with autoimmune disease. There are three different primary root systems or causal root systems. The first one is leaky gut syndrome. Before we talk about leaky gut syndrome, we have to talk a little bit about genetically modified foods. You've heard of GMO foods, of course. GMO stands for genetically modified organisms, which means the genes from one species have been spliced into an entirely different species. They're putting spider genes in goats so that their milk will have spider proteins. They say that spider protein is the most compressed amino acid complex, that it's among the most efficient proteins in the world. So, of course, they're developing genetically modified organisms by, by putting spider genes into goats so that the goat's milk will have a higher protein ratio. Cow's genes are being inserted into pigs so that their hides will be more like cow hides. Human genes into corn to make spermicides. They're using... Antibiotic, they're splicing antibiotic genes into bananas so that kids can very easily take their antibiotics by eating a banana. They're doing the same thing with vaccinations. They're trying to take the genes from vaccines and just splice them into bananas so that the kids can get vaccinations by just eating a banana. The problem with all that miracle, quote, miracle science, is that the gut wall in our body is a very complex system of defenses against unfamiliar and potentially damaging compounds. So our gut is always on the lookout for something strange. It's a very complicated defense system, and it's always looking out for something unfamiliar and potentially damaging. You can think of it as a tightly woven mesh fence whose openings are just large enough to allow small, friendly, recognizable breakdown products, digested foods, to pass through and enter into the bloodstream. Simultaneously, the gut wall is charged with preventing stuff that doesn't belong in the bloodstream from getting there. So your gut is your biggest immune system organ, the biggest, the biggest immune system machine. And those tight junctures in the gut wall weaken and allow food particles to pass directly into the bloodstream, a condition known as leaky gut syndrome develops. So you lose permeability. So again, think of it this way. One of the first major causes of autoimmune disease happens in the gut. And it's largely happening more and more these days. And when people are always asking me the question, why are so many people suffering from autoimmune disease, there's just this incredible 
astronomical increase in configurations here. There's so many people, the population is expanding rapidly. Why is that? Everybody wants to know why. Why is food making us sicker and sicker? And in fact, it truly is, no question about it. And it's largely because they're genetically modified foods. They're, they're adding glyphosate. They're, the, the chemistries that go into the process, genetic modification, loosen the junctions in the gut, in the gut lining. Undigested food particles and microbes and toxins leak into the bloodstream through the, through the fissures in the gut, in the gut lining. So the genetic modification creates fissures in the gut lining. And a lot of this buildup of undigested food particles, microbes and toxins leak directly into the bloodstream, weakening the immune system. So one of the first and most important aspects of treating, naturally treating leaky gut syndrome, or naturally treating autoimmune disease rather, is by holding in check the leaky gut syndrome problem. The most important way to hold that problem in check is to stop eating genetically modified foods. We need to turn to organic foods. If we haven't already, that's got to be top of your agenda. And by the way, not all foods are organic by simply stating that they're organic. A lot of labels say, say, say organic, and by law, you can call a food organic, and it only has to be 70% organic by law. If it's, if it's, it's got the green and white stamp of the USDA, You've seen those stamps when you buy your food. Green and white USDA stamps indicate that it's got to be 99.9% organic. That's safe. That's clearly safe. But if something simply says organic, you can't trust it. If it says natural, it's a waste of time. So we said there are three major triggers or causes for autoimmune diseases. Three major causes. Number one, we talked about leaky gut syndrome. Number two is gluten. Gluten triggers the release of something called zonulin. Zonulin, Z-O-N-U-L-I-N, zonulin, which gums up the entire digestive tract. It's kind of interesting. Gluten protein, because of the zonulin, actually mimics thyroid and liver protein. Thus, it confuses the immune system which wants to attack it because it looks like there's inflammatory tissue that your immune system has to activate around. That's all because of the zonulin. So zonulin confuses the immune system at the gut level. It actually triggers your own immune system attacking itself. That's one of the key areas of autoimmune disease that we need to talk about. So again, gluten triggers zonulin, the release of zonulin, which confuses the immune system to such an extent that it causes the inflammation of tissue lining. And it, and it also increases the prospect, the probability with the immune system attacking itself at a, at a gut level. Also, we've got to be careful about the, the third, most, third most significant area of rooting here in terms of autoimmune disease. Mycotoxins, M-Y-C-O, mycotoxins. Mycotoxins actually trigger what's called PCC, and they're actually brought about in the body and at an infectious level. So one of the things you got to be careful about, again, the three major issues for autoimmune disease are leaky gut syndrome, gluten intake, and chronic infection, specifically the most chronic infection, the most, the most common chronic infection in the human body these days that are called mycotoxins, or PCC, polysystemic chronic candidiasis, yeast infections, yeast sensitivities. And again, you don't have to have blatant yeast infections to be infected. You could have yeast sensitivity at a chronic level and have it be interstitial, so you don't even know about it. You're just, you're just dealing with gas and bloating. But in fact, the gas and bloating is a marker for the fact that you're actually dealing with chronic yeast. And it's a chronic form of infection. It's a low-grade single-cell bacterial infection. And it's quite common. It actually forms what are called mycotoxins. But think about the fact that you've got 150 diseases, 150 conditions that are caused by all this immune and gut confusion in your body. 
you've got 50 million people suffering. That's that's a very conservative estimate, in my opinion. There's probably more than that, but just think about that alone. One in six Americans is suffering from autoimmune disease. One of these many disease, one or more of these many diseases, because of food, because of the quality of food, or the lack that lack thereof. I never would have dreamt 35 years ago when I started doing this work that you'd be in such a dilemma with food. I always say the food's making us sick and the medicine's killing us. That's pretty That's pretty much on point. So we're talking to you about successfully treating autoimmune disease with nutritional medicine. My name is Mark Mincoli. You're listening to the one and only natural health show here on Blog Talk Radio. Take a short break. Be right back. Stay tuned. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choice. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit. It has to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out, complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating. The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Howdy, welcome back. Great to have you with us. We're talking to you tonight about successfully treating autoimmune disease with nutritional medicine. And a lot of folks are not aware of the fact that a, a tremendous difference can be made as far as nutrition goes. Autoimmune disease is something that actually is initiated, as we've been saying all around, all about here tonight, at a nutritional level, at a digestive level, at a food level. The other thing we need to mention is we started mentioning before the break that chronic infection plays a significant role. Actually, so there were three. There's actually five major causes. Leaky gut syndrome is the first. Gluten intake is the second. Mycotoxins or yeast are the third. Chronic infection, stress is, is fifth. So chronic infection is fourth. And again, herpes viruses, E. coli bacteria, SIBO, polysystemic chronic candidiasis, there's a number of other retroviruses as well, Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus. Those are common chronic immune suppressive infections that wear down the immune system. So herpes, E. coli, SIBO, PCC, and, of course, cytomegalovirus, Epstein-Barr virus. Let's talk for a few minutes about stress here. Stress plays a significant role here as well. Most, most folks are dealing with stress on a routine basis. According to the CDC, 90% of the 1 billion patients that are seen at doctor visits each year are directly related to stress. 90% of the 1 billion medical visits, doctor visits are stress-induced, stress-related. The St. Louis Behavioral Medical Institute recently stated virtually all Americans suffer from adverse effects from stress, and the stress can lead to heart disease, asthma, Alzheimer's, IBS, Parkinson's, MS, rheumatoid arthritis, and lupus. Doesn't that sound familiar? Yes, those are indeed autoimmune diseases. So when you think about the fact that our brain stores and generates emotional stress in the limbic system, the most primitive part of our brain, the primary processing facility for the brain at an emotional level is the amygdala. 
Here's where cytokines and bad eicosanoids are triggered, making the direct connection between stress and inflammatory and autoimmune disease. So as we said earlier at one point in the show tonight, it's autoimmune disease, 72% of autoimmune disease is triggered by inflammation. 72% is triggered by inflammation. Now, it's true that inflammation is correlated with leaky gut, gluten intake, mycotoxin, chronic infection, and even stress. There are different icosanoids. I just want to mention the word icosanoid. Icosanoid is an important factor when it comes to this condition, this situation, because icosanoids are often thought of by many experts as the most powerful chemistries in the human body. E-I-C-O-S-A-N-O-I-D-S, icosanoids, the most powerful chemistries in the human body. They're catalysts. They make things happen. There are good icosanoids. And then there are bad icosanoids. So if you want to make good things happen, you have to know which icosanoids you want to increase your intake of. You want to control the icosanoid factor because there's bad icosanoids that can cause trouble and there's good icosanoids that actually heal. So when you think about inflammatory disease, half of the icosanoids in the body cause inflammation, which again is 72% responsible for autoimmune disease. So the key here is you want to make sure that you understand how to regulate your icosanoids. Icosanoids are hormones. Now, they're not gender-based hormones. They're not like testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. They're very different. As I said, they're catalyst hormones. They make good things happen and they make bad things happen. And again, they're the most powerful chemistries in the body. So what they make happen is quite powerful. They make powerfully good things happen and powerfully bad things happen. And it's pretty much up to us to regulate the breakdown make sure we understand what it, what it takes, what it means to lower our intake of bad icosanoids and to increase our intake of good icosanoids. Extremely important. When you talk about stress, let's talk about that just again for a minute. There are different immunoregulators, actually, that, are, that mediate between the mind and body. They're called interleukin hormones. They're icosanoids, just like we talked about a few minutes ago, that are developed from fats, from diet. So there's icosanoids that are produced when we're under stress. Interleukin-6, interleukin-12. So by triggering our adrenaline, by pushing and stressing all day long, by having a really high concentration of tension and stress in our lives, we produce interleukin-6 and interleukin-12 hormones. By producing a lot of cortisol, think about this, there are 45 adrenal hormones, 45 adrenal hormones that are stress hormones, strictly dedicated to the secretion of chemistry during periods of stress. So when we're under a lot of stress and we're producing these 45 hormones, the body mobilizes. It's not built for this stress hormone activity on a long-term basis. It's short-term only. By some anthropological study accounts, we're only designed to produce stress hormones 15% of our lifetime. 15%, one five, 15. Yet I don't know anybody that's stressed out 15% of the time. Do you? I mean, everybody that I know is stressed out like 85, 90, maybe even 100% of the time. It's unfortunate, but we're not capable of producing and neutralizing chemistry to balance that all out. So it's unfortunate that our cultural approach to life and living is not taking into consideration the wear and tear at a stress level. Interleukin-6 and interleukin-12 are, are triggered by the 45 adrenal stress hormones. So when you're producing those 45 adrenal stress hormones, you're producing interleukin-6 and interleukin-12, which means you're producing inflammation which means you're contributing to autoimmune disease. Pure and simple, there it is. Pure and simple. Now at a, at a food-related level, it's a little bit different. At a food-related level, inflammation all comes down to the word fats, F-A-T-S, fat. There are good fats, there are bad fats. And if we're eating the food, there, there, are, six, there are six essential fatty acids essential meaning we don't produce them. We need them nutritionally. We need to obtain them from our diet. 
in order for us to survive. It's called vitamin F, essential fatty acids. There is a vitamin F, yes, essential fatty acids. One of the most important vitamins in the human body is vitamin F. Without it, you don't produce hormones at all. So hormones are produced from the raw materials of fatty acids. If you don't have fats, you don't have hormones. So one of the most important factors is to regulate the fats so that we can actually increase the production and secretion of healthy anti-inflammatory hormones in the body. Not inflammatory, anti-inflammatory. So there's fatty acids like alpha-linolenic acid, alpha-linolenic acid, or ALAs. You've heard them as ALAs probably. Alpha-linolenic acid. In fact, I know you know about alpha-linolenic acid because it's basically fish oil, flax oil, and it's occurring in many foods as well. Alpha-linolenic acid is the anti-inflammatory fatty acid that helps us produce eicosanoids that heal autoimmune disease. And keep something in mind. Healing is very real. It's a very real thing. It happens, folks. The world you're accustomed to hearing from and, and the world you're living in and the world that you've been predominated by and downloaded by and brainwashed by is a world of pharmaceutical medicine. So they don't want you to know that the word heal is a very real word. But it is. And people who do the work that I do understand that. And they've, they've known that for many years. Healing is very real. It's a very honest, tr- true prospect. It's abundant. It's available. It's something that you can engage. It's something you can program biochemically and benefit from. Pure and simple. So healing of the inflammatory process makes a significant contribution to healing the autoimmune disease symptoms that we that we, we may experience. I think the most important factor here is regulating the fats, like we said a minute ago. So alpha-linolenic acid is an anti-inflammatory fat that increases our anti-inflammatory prospects at neutralizing the presence of autoimmune disease and healing us from the symptoms. So fatty fish like halibut, mackerel, salmon, sardines, just any 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 fish will do, but fatty fish are all, all the better. Organic vegetables, extremely important, anti-inflammatory. I think neutrals are also something we can work with because we can convert the neutrals. I'll tell you what I mean by that. So we want to increase the anti-inflammatory the organic vegetables like we talked about a minute ago, the fatty fish, the lean proteins. Neutral foods are like poultry, vegetables, most vegetables, fruits, beans and legumes, brown rice, things like that. So those are neutral foods. They produce linoleic acid. But listen to this. When your when you're linoleic acids from poultry, vegetables, fruits, beans, legumes, and brown rice are converted the dihomogalinolenic acid, DGLAs. All that really means is when you take evening primrose oil or borage oil or black currant seed oil, you're converting all your neutral fats into anti-inflammatory fats. So think about that for a minute. I recommend almost everybody who's got any form of inflammation takes 1,000 milligrams of evening primrose oil a day or borage oil. I think... Female chemistries tend to do better with evening primrose oil. Male chemistries tend to do better with borage oil. Evening primrose oil, EPO, 500 milligram caps, take two a day, or 1,000 milligrams, take one a day. But again, I think that you can continue to eat your poultry, your vegetables, your fruits, your beans and legumes, your brown rice, but take the evening primrose oil, the borage oil. Evening primrose oil, if you're a woman, borage oil, if you're a man, convert those neutral linoleic acid fatty acids into anti-inflammatory. So again, you want to increase your anti-inflammatory properties. You got to regulate your fats, like we said earlier, and regulate your stress, of course. We talked about the interleukin 6 and 12, same story. The inflammatory foods that lead to the inflammatory fats. What are the inflammatory fats? The fats that actually are inflammatory that are 72% responsible for autoimmune disease are called arachidonic acid, arachidonic fatty acid. 
They come from dairy, red meat, egg yolks, sugars and processed starches, fermented foods, converted vegetable oil, grain-fed poultry, farm-raised fish, and many of the nuts and seeds. Those are high in arachidonic acid, which means they're going to produce, they're going to convert into inflammatory hormones, like cosinoid hormones, COX-2 hormones, thromboxane A2, leukotriene B4, lipoxins, hydroxylated fatty acids, all, all the things that cause blood clots, circulatory inflammation, neurological inflammation, skin inflammation, rashes, migraines, uh, asthma, respiratory disease. All the inflammatory autoimmune conditions are specifically caused, specifically caused by leukotriene B4 hormones, lipoxins, hydroxylated fatty acids, and the consumption of high arachidonic acid foods, i.e. dairy, red meat, yolks, sugars, processed starches, etc., etc. So again, you have control. You have the ability to regulate the foods that produce the fats, that produce the hormones, that produce the autoimmune disease are corrected. Like I said, there's good icosanoids, there's bad icosanoids. You have the ability to make the right food choices and thus make a difference regulating the nutritional componentry of autoimmune disease. Keeping in mind that 72% of autoimmune disease is triggered by inflammation and inflammation is triggered by stress and poor diet. So you can change it. You can, And I always tell my patients, give it 21 days. Just take 21 days to work hard at changing your diet around and working with your stress, trying to lower your inflammatory hormones for 21 days and see how you feel at the end of the 21 days. In most cases, I say you're going to feel significantly improved to the extent anyway that you're not going to want to go back to doing what you're doing because if you do, you're going to go back to feeling lousy. That's a, a great 21-day test period. I do that with all my patients. And after 21 days, 99% of them feel better and don't want to go back. They don't want to lose what positive gains they've acquired. But again, it's 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 also important to mention that we just mentioned the positive icosanoids, the healthy foods, the unhealthy foods, the inflammatories and anti-inflammatories. But here's the key. If you're eating genetically modified vegetables, all bets are off. If you're not eating organic produce, all bets are off. If you're eating gluten, which is releasing zonulin, all bets are off. If you're increasing the fermented foods in your diet, and people are always telling you about fermented foods being wonderful, but keep, I'm just going to say this again. You can't say enough, I'm sure. We're, we're used to thinking of foods as either being good for you or bad for you. But there are foods that are potentially good and bad, not good or bad, good and bad. And when you have foods like fermented foods that have good properties, the ability to increase floral bacteria, the, the ability to increase vitamin B5 assimilation, with the ability to actually produce some positive B12 assimilation, et cetera, et cetera, and to aid certain digestion of protein. That's all people focus on, just the fact that it does some good stuff. It also does some, some potentially hazardous stuff as well. Fermented food feeds yeast. It feeds polysystemic chronic, chronic candidiasis. It also produces acetic acid, peruvic acid, lactic acid, carbonic acid, and ammonia, i.e. it's actually a precursor for inflammation. That's a fact. So it does good stuff, it does bad stuff. But I, I, don't, I personally don't think that it's, it's worth the risk-reward componentry. I think it's important to steer clear from fermented foods, especially with the thoughts in mind that we've got a lot of leaky gut syndrome going on right now with microbes and toxins and inflaming the lining of our tissues and actually creating fissures in our digestive tissues, which are 
creating leakages into the bloodstream. And you got things leaking into the bloodstream that are chronic, infectious, and inflammatory like that. Your bloodstream is not safe for the rest of your body, for the rest of your organs and glands that are feeding off this precious river of blood. So our immune system needs to be able to access the advantage of a clean bloodstream loaded with nutrients, not toxins. My name is Mark Cole. You're listening to the Natural Health Show here at only here on Blog Talk Radio on Sunday nights at 8 o'clock. We're so appreciative that you're listening. Stay tuned. We're going to take a short breather and be right back. Stay tuned. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choices. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit so as to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating, The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Welcome back. Great to have you with us this Sunday evening. Hopefully everybody in your world is healthy and well. Hopefully you're ready for the holidays and you're not too stressed out running around trying to get too many things done at once. This is a peak stress season. It's kind of tough. A lot of people go through a lot of different emotional stresses and you know, a lot of different tensions that are not so common to the rest of the year. So hopefully you're not overwhelmed by those things and hopefully you're able to Catch a catch a breather some every every now and then. Not easy in, in our world, that's for darn sure. I want to talk a little bit more again about mycotoxins, an important part of this equation. A lot of folks actually wonder why I often, you know, during the holiday season recommend that people not drink a lot, but if you're gonna drink, and I know people do drink this time of year, and I know that they need to hear this. Beer, wine, and champagne are highly fermented. Again, they're going to increase the mycotoxic effect in the intestines. They're going to increase the, the buildup of yeast, the chronic infection componentry. So one of the things we want to encourage people to consider, again, I'm not trying to turn you into lushes out there in radio land, but I think that it's much more, much more safe, I, I should say, to think in terms of potato, vodka, soda, and wine for your alcoholic choices your adult beverage choices. Beer, wine, and champagne are just too fermented. They're going to produce a lot of yeast. The yeast is going to produce a lot of fungal bacteria. And again, one of the major causes of autoimmune disease is the chronic immunosuppression that comes from chronic infections like PCC, SIBO, E. coli, herpetic viruses, Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus. And if you've got gas, bloating, and fatigue factors, you know you probably are suffering from PCC. And if you furthermore have fatigue, low-grade fevers, trouble concentrating, skin rashes, swollen and red, swollen redness, achy muscles, achy joints, those are predominant 
symptoms that are, that occur with autoimmune diseases. And again, autoimmune diseases are plentiful. We have, we use the term autoimmune disease kind of haphazardly, but there are over 150 autoimmune diseases, including Addison's, celiac, Crohn's, dermatitis, endometriosis, fibromyalgia, arthritis, Graves' disease, Hashimoto's, thyroiditis, herpes, neuro, neuropathy, juvenile type 2 diabetes, lupus, Lyme, Meniere's, MS, PANDAS, peripheral neuropathy, rheumatoid arthritis, restless leg syndrome, Raynaud's, sarcoidosis, sclerodermis, Sjogren's, and Vitiligo. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. The 150 of the most common diseases that you hear about every day are, are under, under this umbrella, under this domain of autoimmune disease. So again, we use the term kind of loosely when we say autoimmune disease. There's not one disease. There's some root corollaries and some root causes and some root conditions associated with autoimmune disease, but there's many diseases under one domain. And it's it's bizarre, but we're living in a world right now where these conditions are worsening, splintering, intensifying. In other words, in 10 years, you're probably going to see another 40 or 50 diseases associated with autoimmune disease. It's growing. It's expanding. It's splintering. It's, it's morphing. It's turning into 21st century phenomenology. It's just—it's truly a phenomenon. It, tr- it truly is. But disease used to be so much simpler. We used to think about diseases. We used to think about things that we could actually manage, things that we could simply manage. There were simple medicines that didn't make us sicker. Our foods were organic by nature. They certainly weren't as, as poisonous and as toxic as our foods are becoming. Life was simpler. Food was cleaner. Medicine was safer. We're entering into a whole new realm of disease and disease and medicine. And there's, there's nothing more important to convey to you tonight than the fact that you need to get involved more in the preventive componentry of your health, your immune system. Your autoimmune conditions are going to manifest, and they manifest based largely on our our genome, our genetic map. Our genetic maps, when we're conceived, our maps have virtually every disease known to man on those maps. And those are possibilities and their probabilities on, on our genetic maps and all as well, rather. But they can be triggered into action by autoimmune chemistry. It can be triggered into action by inflammatory chemistry. So as the inflammation goes biochemically in our body, so goes the, the diseases, the, the plurality of diseases. It's incredible. As I started saying a minute ago, it's never been more important for us to get involved in our own health care. Because for the most part, medicine is interventive. It's always been interventive. You go to the doctor, you get medicine, you get a prescription, and your doctor intervened. And we wait until we get sick. We wait until we have symptoms before we address the condition. It's interventive. The other form of medicine, beyond intervention, is prevention. That falls upon our shoulders. That's our responsibility. That's our interest in ourselves. That's our interest in the quality of life that we lead. That's our interest in our performance capability. We want to be healthy, we want to be vibrant, we want to be productive, we want to be creative. You need to take the time to work at it. You can't just eat non-organic food anymore. You can't just eat the, the, the wheat. By the way, interesting story about wheat. Wheat in the last 75 years has changed in its composition and its structure and its biochemical structure 90%. I'm going to say that again. Wheat structurally, biochemically, has changed 75% in the last 90 years. 
I'm sorry, 90% rather than the last 75 years, I should say, 90% different than your grandmother's wheat. And your grandmother ate wheat, she really ate wheat. You're eating some hybrids, you're eating some highly processed renditions of what your grandmother had. And again, the wheat that your grandmother had did not trigger zonulin. It didn't disturb the gut lining. It wasn't inflammatory. The proteins in your in your grandmother's wheat didn't mimic thyroid and liver proteins. You didn't trigger immune attacks. So eating organic food is a must. Staying away from wheat is a must. Taking the time to increase the nutritional value of your diet is a must. Lean proteins, low-starch vegetables, all organic, low-sugar fruits, and I say you want to limit your grains for the most part to oats, brown rice, and maybe a little bit of quinoa. But I think some of the other wheats, some of the hybrid wheats, some of the other, the barleys, the rye, our bodies are so inundated with, with glutinous materials these days and with zonulin that I don't think we have the capacity to withstand and to successfully digest those grains anymore. So it's extremely important that we take the time to commit ourselves to ourselves and, of course, to our families and take the time to, first of all, acknowledge. It starts with consciousness. First of all, have the consciousness. Engage the consciousness. Don't overlook things. If you know that it's a given food that you've been accustomed to eating, you know it in your in your gut, in your, no, no pun intended. You know it in your heart and soul that it's not a healthy option for you or your family. But yet you purchase it and consume it anyway. You, you, you overlook it because it's easier, because it's more fun, because it's the holidays and on and on and on. It's kind of like the way the Chinese look at life. They see all your organs, your heart, your brain, your gut. It's like a taxi. It's like a taxi cab. When the ride is up, the ride is up. You don't want to wait until that happens. You don't want to wait until there's been so much damage to a precious organ system, to your heart, to your brain, because of poor, poor care because of poor choices, because instead of creating a preventive effect in your body, instead of cleaning your body, instead of cleaning up your life, instead of getting centered and acknowledging the truth that's in your heart about the the lack of food quality, et cetera, you're just cutting corners because it's easier, it's more fun, yada, yada, yada. It catches up, folks. I've been sitting here for 35 years just observing people and I just see so many people who've been caught up with by the poor quality of nutrition. It catches up with everybody. You can't continue to get away with that. It's going to catch up. So, so to take the time to improve your diet, to improve the quality of your food, to not over-medicate, and to not rely upon the purple pill mentality. It's not all about vitamins either, although we're going to talk about some important supplements in a minute that are important for autoimmune disease. So I think there's some important supplements that I've discovered that are making a difference in patients' lives, and I'll share those with you. But first and foremost, make the commitment to yourself. Get real about this. Your, your health and your life are too precious to overlook. I think there's a couple supplements that we're going to chat about. I'll wait till after this break here. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk to you about some important supplements that have made a pretty, pretty great difference with a lot of people. So let's take a short little breather, and I'll be right back. Stay tuned. <laughs> 
My name is Mark Mincola. You're listening to the Natural Health Show here on Blog Talk Radio. Hopefully you join us each and every Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Be right back. Stay tuned. The Whole Health Diet Book is much more than just an ordinary one-size-fits-all calorie-counting weight loss book. It's a life-changing book about personal transformation. The Whole Health Diet is a book designed to balance your body, mind, and spirit so as to maximize your calorie-burning efficiency from the inside out. Complete with recipes and insights about the why of overeating, The Whole Health Diet is a truly complete transformational book about weight loss through life change. The Whole Health Diet is available at Amazon.com. Purchase your book today. Balance your wellness through wholeness. Your favorite foods could be causing those irritating, unexplained symptoms that you've been experiencing. Bloating, restless sleep, rashes, aches, pains, migraines are all part of undiagnosed sensitivities. Alatest Medical Laboratory is your solution to identifying food sensitivities and allergies. We know that changing your diet can change your life. Talk to your doctor about ordering a test and visit foodallergy.com for more information. The first step, Alatest. Do you suffer from digestive bloating or indigestion? Do you have chronic migraine headaches or joint and muscle aches? You might have a chronic inflammatory condition due to improper food choice. If you've answered yes to either or both of these questions, you might benefit from a one-hour consultation with yours truly. Food initiates inflammation in the body, which can be reversed through diet. If you'd like to turn around your symptoms and beat inflammation, we can customize an anti-inflammatory diet that's just for you. Reverse your inflammatory symptoms naturally. Call to set up an appointment today at 781-817-3444. That's 781-817-3444. Remember, food is medicine. Hey, welcome back. Great to have you with us tonight. It's been uh, a lovely early winter almost slightly. The snow looks pretty, but I think we all could could have waited a little bit for it to happen. I think uh, November and early December, we sort of like to prolong the the peace. But unfortunately, winter seemed to come early this year. In fact, winter came during fall. Anyway, hopefully you're healthy and hopefully you're not down under the weather, so to speak. We're talking to you about autoimmune disease how to successfully treat it with nutritional medicine. We started off talking about food. We're going to talk about supplements a little bit now, but again, autoimmune disease, we're talking about 150 conditions, 150 diseases. I mentioned some of them, celiac, Crohn's, dermatitis, Addison's disease, dermatitis, endometriosis, fibromyalgia, arthritis, Graves' disease, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, on and on and on and on and on. 150 diseases. Again, 50 million sufferers in this country, and the number is growing, and the disease numbers are growing as well. 75% are women, 25% have more than one. So 13 million of us, 13 million of us have more than one autoimmune disease. And 72% triggered by inflammation. And inflammation is triggered largely by food. So we've been pretty clear about that. Food and stress are the key. I mentioned the five major core points of dealing with autoimmune disease. Leaky gut syndrome, gluten intake, mycotoxin, chronic infection, and stress. Those are our five key areas we want to work on. Most of the symptomatologies are producing stress, low-grade fever, trouble concentrating, skin rashes, swelling and redness, achy joints, achy muscles, on and on and on. But there's, again, as I mentioned before the break, there's a couple of supplements that I think are really important. Now, here's an important point. One of the most important chemistries we want to trigger is something called CERT1, S-I-R-T, number one. S-I-R-T, number one, CERT1. CERT1 actually increases the support of our mitochondria. So what is mitochondria? Mitochondria is the engine within the cell. So your cells have a little engine, have a motor in there. So the, the vibrancy, the strength, the resiliency, the health, the capacity of our cells to be vibrant, to, re- to recover from diseases quickly, to prevent them strongly, and to perform at a high level depend largely on strong mitochondria. 
You want to have an active engine in them yourself. The CERT-1 chemistry, S-I-R-T number one, CERT-1 chemistry is the superior way to do that. It's one of the most important factors that actually coming up against autoimmune disease. You want to make sure that your CERT-1 is highly concentrated. There's no supplement, there's no nutritional supplement more powerful, more capable of increasing CERT-1 in our body than resveratrol. It's not resveratrol either. Everybody likes to say resveratrol. It's resveratrol. R-E-S-V-E-R-A-T-R-O-L, resveratrol. It's a polyphenol. No doubt everybody's read the, the, the important part of berries. Berries, of course, are so important for us. They're so healthy and so vibrant. The USD did a number of different ORAC studies, oxygen radical absorbance capacity studies. They studied as far back as 2005. USDA wanted to find out what the most powerful, nutrient-rich, antioxidant-rich, cancer-preventing, heart disease-preventing foods available to us were. And of all the foods, the number two, number two food was wild blueberries. Number one was red kidney beans, by the way. Number two is wild blueberries. But eight of the leading ten causes, eight of the, eight of, eight of the leading ten classifications, I should say, the most antioxidant-rich foods were beans and berries. The berries are superstars because of their polyphenols. Of course, everybody wants to point out the good thing in red wine is the polyphenols. They tend, they tend to neglect the sugar and the yeast and the sulfites. But anyway, the idea is polyphenols is extremely important in this process of autoimmunity. So polyphenols are really important, and there's no polyphenol, polyphenol more important than resveratrol. So I usually recommend folks who are suffering from any autoimmune condition, they begin taking resveratrol immediately. Again, they increase resveratrol molecules, increase the CERT-1 chemistry, SIRT-1. So I say 500 milligrams of resveratrol twice a day for a total of 1,000 milligrams of resveratrol a day. Also, the company is called Life Extension. You've seen them out on the marketplace. Life Extension makes something called immune modulator. Immune modulator. And they also make something called immune protector. Immune protector. I like those products very much. They've helped a lot of folks that I've worked with with autoimmune disease. So the first one is resveratrol. 500 milligrams twice a day. Life extension immune modulator. Life extension immune protector. Those are fabulous supplements. They really do the job. They're incredibly helpful. Also, there's a product called Pure Encapsulation. Pure Encapsulation. It makes a product called TH1. TH number one. Another one of my favorite autoimmune supplements. Now, there's others that are important. Glutathione is about as wonderful as it gets. A lot of folks are getting glutathione, IV these days. A lot of folks with Lyme disease. A lot of folks with Lyme disease are getting cocktails, intravenous cocktails that are loaded with a lot of glutathione. You can't do better than glutathione. I can promise you that. You can get various lipid-encoded factors that make them easier to digest, easier to assimilate, I should say. But glutathione is a combination of three amino acids, G-L-U-T-A-T-H-I-O-N-E, glutathione, combination of cysteine, glycine, and glutamate. I'll say that again. Glutathione is a combination of cysteine, glycine, and glutamate. Powerful antioxidants, and when you put them together, are considered by some to be the most powerful molecule that we can actually strengthen our immune system with. Some people think that there is nothing. In fact, many many uh, professionals now believe, many experts now believe that 
glutathione is arguably the most powerful immune-enhancing autoimmune supportive supplements we can do. The reason for that, by the way, is we build up what are called free radical peroxides in the body, free radicals. Now, we, we in the natural course of day-to-day life, absorb a lot of free radical peroxide. Free radicals are the most powerful immune-weakening agents that we can encounter. They're highly toxic. They weaken us at a genetic level. They, they make a part of those 30,000 DNA assaults that our body encounters every day. Think about that. We take 30,000 DNA hits a day, every day, and yet your body keeps coming back for more, keeps strong and miraculously so. But glutathione is an example of an antioxidant that has the capacity to neutralize the presence of free radical peroxide. It's what we call a free radical flushing agent. It flushes the free radicals out of the body. It gives the body a pretty hard time at this autoimmune level. But again, I think that the overall picture here, besides these important supplements, again, resveratrol is important, life extension is immune modulator, life extension is immune protector, anterior encapsulation, TH1 is my favorite. And glutathione is certainly one of those as well. And there's there's various lipid-coated, fatty-coated glutathione. Why is that important? Because it wants to penetrate the brain-blood barrier. And only fat can penetrate the brain-blood barrier. There's not some appreciable amount of fat. It's not going to penetrate the brain-blood barrier. But the overall picture here, besides eating properly and managing your stress and taking your supplements, is having this awareness. I keep saying the word consciousness. Developing your consciousness as, as much as you can with regards to Paying attention to yourself, caring for yourself, listening to your body, listening to your symptoms, feeding yourself in a way that you can express care, concern, focus. Your life is precious. Your body is precious. Your body is the vehicle of your life process. Don't compromise it. There's a lot of compromising occasions that are coming about, that, that come about in the average daily life. And again, there's a lot to be said about the quality of food and medicine in our world. I mean, I just read, just read a piece the other day that said that our children, the present generation of kids, is the first generation of American children who cannot expect to live as long as their parents. The first generation of kids that can say that. Then I'd like to know why all these vaccinations are supposed to be helping our kids, that are supposed to be helping our kids, aren't influencing those numbers. We vaccinate, we vaccinate, we vaccinate. But yet our kids are the first generation that's not going to outlive us. What about their health quality, their life quality? doesn't make sense. The, the culture doesn't make sense. The planet doesn't make sense. The marketplace doesn't make sense. The world of medicine doesn't make sense. You need to make more sense in your own life, to take charge, to be the difference maker in your life, to protect your precious immune system, which is confused to beat the band. And that's what autoimmune disease really is. That's exactly what autoimmune disease is. We're handling too much stress, too much convolution, too many toxins, not resting our bodies enough, et cetera, et cetera. It takes a commitment to care for yourself to make the difference. You can do that. And I trust that you will, and I hope you do. I I pray you do. All right, it's about that time, unfortunately. It goes by pretty quickly. I hope everybody is enjoying their holiday season already, finding reasons to love a little bit more, rest a little bit more, and establish some genuine peace in your spirit. That's what this season is really about. So my name is Mark Mincoli, the Natural Health Show. 
I hope you tune into us next Sunday night at 8 o'clock and we bring you a similar type program, holistic medicine, natural medicine, et cetera, and nutrition. Until next Sunday at 8, this is Mark McCullough running out. Please be wise, be aware, be well. Make it a healthy week. Good night.